0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of Tangents with Colleen and Mike, the podcast. Today, with a special guest, Nigerian data scientist living in Romania, bringing culture to the world for three decades and counting, addicted to freedom, but not of American descent, keeping it real one day at a time. Everybody, welcome, Kienka! Hey, what's up? Man? Hey, my dude! Hey, hey, hey. How's it going? How's it going, man? It's been a minute,
1: man. It's been a minute? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah glad that you guys are putting this together uh, yeah
0: Mike yeah. happy
1: to do this with you and also uh-huh. Carlin. yeah, yeah. keep, keep there being here
0: boy <laughs> yeah man it's good it's you were the fastest person on the planet to reply I was like hey man do you want to come on the podcast and you're like okay <laughs> and that was it <laughs> done yeah yep, man. Done. <laughs> I I was bored and I'm like I'm going to you know
1: do something I've never done before <laughs> so I put myself out there how does it feel to be here? oh awesome it's not the first time we're, we're, we're sitting down and talking would, the difference now is just we have mics yeah we have <laughs> more than one mic <laughs> and, and we've been
2: recorded so yeah. this
0: can be used against us in the future <laughs> that's true that's true you'll have to let me know afterwards if you want anything bleeped out but i, I like he
2: was, he was you were so comfortable before now and now we, <laughs> we were saying let's just remind ourselves this will be public <laughs> and there forever <laughs>
0: I, All the trash talking beforehand I, didn't count, did it? Nah, it's okay. It's, 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 it's say what you believe. <laughs> <laughs> so, um what should we start with? How the fuck did we meet? Ah, oh, I can you like even to tell remember, or I can't man. remember. How we... I can't remember. I think something along the lines of going to 80s pub, seeing each other, and then one day at work stopping each other to be like, I know you from last night or something. I I can't remember something along but, uh, those um, lines. If That's I,
2: such a cool hookup story. No, no,
0: like really, <laughs> like I can't
1: remember. The only time I can remember was when we
0: met at a conference. You were there with your sister. Uh, oh, shit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We were at code camp. Yeah. Yes. I was with my, my younger sister. Yeah. And it was at the uh, U.V.T. U.V.T. The, yeah. That's the university in, in one of the universities in Timisoara. Yeah. This was where. Yeah.
1: Like that, that's that's when I cannot remember the first day I met you. But that day, that's the day I can
0: go back that, to. That might have been the first day because I know I've seen you. And then I remember I, I saw you there around because we we well the offices. Yeah. Which we haven't been to in a year. But the offices of the company I work for and you work for and Kaleem works for are all in the same complex. So we we would see each other a lot. But then I remember there was one place somewhere where we were like, I know you and yeah. you know me. And you're like, "Oh, let's might as well introduce ourselves. We're going to bump into each other a lot. And we kept on. We kept on <laughs> bumping into each other a lot, drunkenly. Hip by hip, next to no, 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 other no, people. No no, <laughs> no,
1: no man, stop, stop this communal stuff. You speak for yourself. I was gonna end it with partying in eighties. you you end it like that, but just say me, me, I, I, I. Start I. with <laughs> I.
0: It starts with I. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, you keep you <laughs> you keep saying that to me a lot. I keep being no. like, "Oh, we're the kind of guys who are like, no, no, you are, and not me. We're not the '80s gang, you know. <laughs> it's just you.
2: You really don't like having words put in your mouth.
1: No, it's not. And that. not
2: only words. No, no, <laughs> no. It's
1: not. It's not that. Something about Mike is this. Like Mike could say, yeah. And uh we like uh, fucked up bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and for me I'm like, no, I like peace.
0: <laughs> and that's it. well, you know, right. Each to his own man, you like piss, I like fucked up, you know. <laughs> that was not respect. Funny. No, I respect. That was not, that. Yeah. It's um, still nice, man. We had some interesting conversations before we hit record, and now I cannot recall any of them. That's oh. what always happens. Yeah, that's what always happens.
2: Well the big one we Kind of, I think we agreed we want to talk about it was just culture,
0: uh-huh. right? Uh, that was
2: a big topic we want to.
0: Yeah, Kali, would you mind? Because uh, I I don't remember exactly. I know I mentioned this before recording. I don't remember exactly how we came to want Kienka. You you should here. you should get your memory checked. <laughs> I should drink less green tea. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll go for it. So I think
2: it was after the last last podcast we talked about yeah. so the last one that you and I did just ourselves with no guests. Because no. it was not the one with Chucky. Was it after that one? No, no, no. I think it was the one before that. No, I think it was that.
0: Pretty sure the one before that.
2: My Facebook feed will not be agree with you. Oh, okay, you might be right then. But we were discussing how we could bring better—not necessarily burgers, better but more the diverse
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: cast of guests. And at some point, I figure out I can approach a couple of people that I might know or might have reached to from Instagram or whatever social media. And the idea was, let's try to see if we can bring somebody from each continent.
0: Uh, yeah, right? th- oh, yeah. Fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, of course that was you it. did. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. You did mention that. You were like, who do we know from what continents? And then uh, and then you said something about a Chinese friend. I have
2: a friend who studied in China, and probably she can put us in contact with somebody. Yeah. I'm also trying to bring somebody from Tunisia and somebody from Australia, if I would ever get a definitive
0: answer from God, those parts. Please bring the person from Australia. That's a whole new
2: content, man.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is, we I was the one... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's his fault. It's, his, it's my basically fault his fault that he may or may not bring someone from Australia. Well, not bring, but like, you know, have yeah. on, the, on the podcast someone mm. from Australia because of me. And a few months ago in Tinder Ooh. with global swiping or whatever, I think. And you swapped. Right. He
2: swapped yeah. in the See, whole world. <laughs> okay,
0: so here's the thing. Let me just put this out there. Khalil okay. has a very... I don't, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, because you don't like me, Kenka, doing that to you, I'm not going to do it to Colleen either, it's not going to be a he likes, it's going to be a, when I see a particular type of girl, Mm -hmm. I'll think of Colleen, and that particular type of girl, apparently, for all of last year, because of the pandemic, on Tinder, on global swiping, was Australian girls who work in IT, have tattoos, and surf, the big one was Australian surfing, but coincidentally, most of them were also
2: working in IT in some way. I think. So what, I don't think the fact that they were Australian was the thing to begin with. It was just the fact it's that exa- you would, you would send me a couple of profiles every yeah, other day. i been uh,
0: like you know, I, I'd look at pictures and I'd be like, okay. oh, she looks, she reminds me of Colleen. And I'd be looking, I'm like, okay, surfing pictures. Okay, computer pictures. Okay, she's also a model. Okay, she's from Australia. Colleen, <laughs> wow. you might want to check this. You might want to get married and move to Australia, well, move to Australia and get married. And there. I think after like five profiles i'm like
2: man can you please i I appreciate your work but could you please find me a future wife that's not an ocean apart from me please
1: (laughs) wow man man you guys are putting a lot of work in there i don't know like i still don't find the need for tinder like i i cannot i've been in a
0: stable relationship for the last year and something
1: but i've like i'm 32 years i've never been on on tinder you've never been
0: on tinder yeah okay so so so.
2: Can we address the elephant in the yeah, room? Yeah, can moment? we address the elephant in the room?
0: <laughs> like, no, nope. you you are the one black guy in Timisoara. Exactly. The going out. No, like I don't. Like, it's know? a bit unfair. <laughs> I never thought you'd have a problem with that. No,
1: no, no. This is not the problem. The problem is, uh, I've been in Europe for twelve years, and okay, uh, uh, and anytime I'm in a neighborhood or something. I see myself, okay, this one black guy, white, 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 white. And I'm I'm worried about people seeing me or I'm like, yeah, I saw him on Tinder. Ah, oh, yeah, this guy, he, no and I'm like, no, I don't want that stuff. And I find meeting women uh I know, easier face to face physically. I can just go and like, hey, what's up? Like, hey, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the benefit of being a foreigner.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. because yeah. it surely helps being a foreigner. Yeah, because and... because for me it was. Easy, I think we talked about this before. For me it was easy in, in England, and I blame it on the language. Yeah, because it's easier to go like, "Hey, what's up?" than ciao che and yeah. being replied to with "Bien" and then end of conversation. And UK it's like, "Oh, True. good. How are you?" Because everyone's like by default polite. But it must be because I'm a foreigner somewhere yeah. else and I don't really care what they think of me. Exactly. Yeah, you're
2: special, you have something that
0: distinguishes you yeah, from exactly. everybody else. Yeah. You're, you're different from the people that are there normally. And, and
1: for example, in your case, uh, the girl may be curious, you know, like, Hey, you're Romanian, what's up? This and that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and, they, and they're just curious and I feel curiosity is everything mm. for, for me. This is my, my, my cheaps that I bring to the table. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to talk to this girl. And if she says no, skimba fata, I move (laughs) at another, just straight to another direction. And 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 I'm like, okay, but, but yeah, so I never found Tinder or Badoo or whatever you guys use here. Oh, a grinder.
0: Oh, <laughs> hello. Oh, how he you looked
1: at me with those <laughs> cheeky eyes. No, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at you. you you're you very open-minded. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Still, Still not, not a it. my fair share of things. <laughs> the poo-poo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we for some well, we showed uh, Kienka before recording. You showed you're the one. I want
2: what? you to take full credit of this. It's amazing. I love the fact that I know it now, but it was all your. You didn't know it either. I had no the... idea that thing oh existed. Oh my
0: god! Okay, so I I, I showed everyone apparently the uh, the video of the Uca- Ugandan. President, Prime Minister, whatever the I fuck know, he is some some really dumb guy, yeah, who really hates gay people, and he's on a stage, and he's like, he's showing to a whole fucking room whole of audience, children yeah. and, and preachers and other important people. He's like. Look, they eat the poo-poo. <laughs> and you were just losing it, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I, it's terrible, man.
2: Oh, fuck. It's bad. It's bad. Man. Uh, Funny, but it's bad. Yeah, but the guy seems like he had his
0: audience hooked. He had to... You can imagine that guy. He hates gay people so much, but he had to research it because he had on a laptop, he had actual gay scat porn showing to people. It's not just gay porn. It's gay scat porn. He was like, look, they are rubbing poo-poo on each other. And it's like, why would you? Yeah, but but, but
1: but this brings us back to the culture. And and this is where I feel most times we all just need to sit down and understand each other. This guy yeah. comes from a culture where uh, he's not used to things like this. He, he's not used to welcoming things like this. And uh, now the whole world, Western world is accepting like, oh, two men kissing. I remember in high school in Nigeria... Uh, I went to this military high school and uh, okay. uh, they had to put all the gay guys in a room or they didn't put them or they just found themselves in a the room because people will beat them up or people will harass them and all the stuff. For us, at that moment, we're like, oh, these fucking people, they're retarded. Like they're just doing, well, how, what's attractive about another man? And it's like, oh, and, and for, for for people from the West or Europe, uh you guys would look at it like ah oh, they so it's fucked up. It's ter- of course it's terrible what the gay guys are going through, like yeah. nobody supports it. But but then we have to look at it from what they're exposed to, the, the environment. They, they're not used to this shit. They're just like, uh two gay guys. Yeah, the Bible said sodomy is bad. <laughs> and this was why Jesus or the God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> because Sodom is not a place where You know, like, things like this. And we just end up in this room and, like, okay. But now they're getting used to it and they have to address it. Some of them are having kids, like, yeah, like, oh, they're gay and they walk funny and all this stuff. And they're, like, oh, my kid, I'm I'm scared. My kid shouldn't be gay and all this stuff. Mm. There are times in, uh, like, we've, like me from africa i've seen those grown to a different level and, and we're accepting the technology and the exposure there were times where having uh twins means a uh, uh, bad luck so they have to kill one of them really, really? yeah wow that, like, that's some real gangster shit <laughs> <laughs> real gangster
2: shit. <laughs> and and uh wow. being an our behind, how do you even decide like that, you flip coins that, or that, Ooh, that's a good decide? question no like
1: uh, not not even the decision is like Ah, why will two babies come out looking the same? No, we
2: need only one person. Yeah, but which one of them do you pick? Anyone. Which one stays?
1: Anyone. You could
2: decide. You could close your eyes and pick anyone. But, I but, say it should be the first one.
1: Yeah, the first I, one who
2: pops out <laughs> should be the one who stays alive. I know,
1: but, but but these are the cultures that we had to deal with in Africa. Like a lot of shit. Oh, albino. They used to kill oh, them. Yeah, and and
0: you, you do, There you are know? a lot of very famous albino, like African albino uh, models
1: yeah but now now because you see them but previously growing up you yeah, see yeah. them and they get missing and you don't see them again and they kill them oh, and all shit. the stuff and oh, what about female circumcision oh they, yeah. yeah that was a
0: huge problem where was it is it nigeria or where was it most parts of africa wow, they were doing it was, even in i remember our, that at some
1: part, uh there's some you know parts in nigeria where you just they're like yeah female circumcision and until the government had to press them and all the stuff and like hey don't do this shit it's not wise it's not what nasty. was
0: the what was the argument was it that like women shouldn't feel pleasure or is it sinful or something like that uh, it's like a religious thing
1: i know what was i don't know it was more a traditional stuff like uh, you just like um I it's, don't like know. Yeah, it's like jewish circumcision it's not
0: necessarily it's just a cultural exactly. thing.
1: exactly well, I don't know. I'm, I like circumcision. Like I, I don't mind. I think if I ever have kids someday, I would want them to be circumcised. The boys? The boys. Of course not. Yeah. The women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <thank you> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, okay. Okay. Hmm. But that's, that's a point. different culture, man. It's just like from my own opinion, I feel like when we meet them, like when you if you will meet these people someday, you shouldn't just be mad at them. Like, oh, you hate gays. How stupid are you? You should try to understand where they're coming from.
0: That's a really good point. That's You know what? I haven't thought about that because most people see it the other way around. Most people have a... most oh, Fuck, I forgot my list. I lost my train of thought. So you said that when you meet someone who is intolerant, mm-hmm. you should hear them out. True. Try to find out why they're intolerant to see where the source of the problem is See most people like you see all these news from like social justice wars and all yeah. that people just Do that by default they go into that like dark area in their in their in their heads and they become even more intolerant towards intolerance
1: Yeah, which Can- is cancel culture.
0: Yeah. That, well, yeah, exactly
2: <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. yeah but it also depends somewhat on the person because if any if if you're listening to somebody, right? You give them an honest chance to tell their mind. It's really easy to say, no, your reasons are stupid because I don't accept your reasons. It's really easy to do that. It's, it's easy not to
0: dismiss people.
2: Yeah, because yeah. in your head, being tolerant is the way to go. And pro- by all means, it should be the way to go. But this other person just tells you completely
0: other reasons that make no sense to you. This is so weird that we're talking about this because today at work, I had a meeting about something very similar. We we were tr- we having like an internal debate in our team uh, about uh, we were trying to figure out our the company's motto mm-hmm. uh, and why it's it why because you know most company models are like brainwashy shit yeah, you know, like, yeah. oh we're open we're better than we're trying to figure out like okay what does it actually mean and we we came to the same conclusion that for example most most companies you know have a shitload of hierarchies and have a lot of approvals for stuff and they always like. Where are you? Why did you take a ten-minute break, not a five-minute break, and stuff like that? So the company I work for uh, is not like that at all. And then we we went to the exact same tangent there, of um, yeah, but most people don't have this freedom that we have.
1: True.
0: So most most people come from that sort of like weird background. They they don't they don't see tolerance as the default. True. They don't see openness as the default. They don't see understanding and love as the default. Yeah. All right. That's definitely.
1: Uh, but this is this is constant. Like you could see uh these these sort this sort of misunderstanding affecting things like politics. You yeah. could see what happened in America and you could see what's happening in Romania right now. And oh, people boy. people were shocked about the what do they call them? The gold party. Our, oh, yeah. our. Yeah. yeah. And people were shocked about this. But I'm like, why are you guys not listening to them? The more you don't listen to them, the more radical
0: they become they're They're, saying exactly what the majority of people want to hear yeah but but just people who don't have anything sort of better who don't know any better that's the people that they're targeting
2: that's it because i've heard that the reason for it coming up was all these people that are not not having their needs listened to Mm -hmm. or there's this idea they're being just like what you think is just wrong and stop doing this and then they're just somehow hidden beneath the blank at the surface mm-hmm. and then somebody at some point raises up and they know this and everybody just flocks towards that one person. Yeah,
0: it's it's weird. I don't think we talked about the pod at the end of the podcast about this, but we, I definitely talked about this. It's exactly what happened in America with Trump in 2016. Exactly. exactly. Everyone, because all politics is very playing it safe, right? Everyone in politics like, for example, the, the you know, uh, other parties who are more sort of liberal in Romania and more targeting towards young people. Uh, Or more like, you know, faced with a difficult question, they'd be like, we'll think about it, we'll come up with an answer, we'll debate it, we'll discuss it. Whereas these guys, regardless of what they say, which is shit that they spew, Mm -hmm. but regardless of what they say, they say it with conviction. They're like, no, we want to kill all these minorities, we want to do this, which is bad. But they say it with conviction, so people tend to flock to that. They're like, finally, someone that says something about something.
1: That I can connect with. Exactly. That, that's a path.
0: Like, that yeah.
1: I can connect with. because yes. There are many people out there just thinking this stuff. And and uh, as much as we give the, the, there's a probability of what you could do as a person. Meaning mm-hmm. that, uh, should you have, there is a probability that I can uh intentionally push this stuff. But well, I don't want to do it. But yeah. if someone comes that, like, I'm thinking about it and someone does it, it's like, yeah, I almost did it. And my idea is that we we're not supposed to ignore this like we we should be able to have this conversation mm. when someone from the gold party comes and like listen to me, someone has to listen to them and like okay, acknowledge that they're human beings, they also have worries and you're just like, okay, let's let's deal with it. We're new to it, what do you want? if you ignore them, it's going to just pile up and more people get radicalized and then one smart politician will come and like, oh, I can, you know, be a catalyst here. Yeah. And just stare those guys up and like, oh, before you know, they have a movement and you're seeing things like the QAnon or something that they're doing. Like, these people just believe some stupid shit. <laughs> but, but, but I'm saying it's stupid, but, but you can see the manipulation on this other side that these people feel like They've been left behind. The whole mm. world, mostly the white guys felt like they've been ignored. They've been putter's victim. And now the whole world is like this. They're more.
0: That is so weird because I I, I lived during like the peak of the social justice war and Gamergate mm-hmm. and all that. I lived in London at that time. And there was this huge push and rightly so for acceptance of minorities yeah. and LGBTQ and more women in the games industry and in general and in mm-hmm. at least software development because that's where I work in. And it's really weird because I always thought like this, at the back of my head, I always thought like this might be a problem because it's so, it's such a huge push for minorities and like sort of non-mainstream, quote unquote, non, Mm -hmm. as they would call it, uh, non-white, male, whatever, millennial person. And I always thought like maybe those white male millennials one day are going to get really pissed off by this. Yeah. And what, five years, six years later, look at this. Yeah but but then the, the political parties right raised up that are very nationalistic and right wing
1: True and now they bring this thing like uh, so uh, the 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 guys the, the guys that do the research they're trying to correct something mm. like pushing the minorities and like okay more black guys can go to Harvard now and these <laughs> and and all this stuff and and what they how are they going to bring diversity into Harvard they going if a black guy gets 9 out of 10 He's going to go into Harvard, but a white guy has to get 9.8 because there are 50 other white guys with 9.8. And then a, a white guy with 9.5 cannot get in, but a black guy with 9 can get in or even 8.5. What you, The white guy will feel like, oh, this is not good for me. Like you guys yeah. are discriminating me. It's reverse racism. And people are going to like, oh, and this white guy goes home and like, look at this fucking black guy. And he gets eight and because he's black. He gets into the stuff. I am white. I studied hard, and I cannot get into this stuff. Yeah. And it's just, it, it creates this environment where most people are not exposed or they're not, they're not telling them like, hey, we're trying to correct the mistakes from the past and we're trying to fix what our ancestors did. Mm. So... Uh, just let it go, or we could find you another option, or you could be, you could go to another university and all the stuff. But yeah. it, it's just fucked up that we're not really educated or exposed to such environment. Because if you meet a racist, you're likely to punch the guy. Yeah, like what the fuck you say this, but he may not know better. Yeah, like like I've been in Romania for years. Um, my one of my. Friends funny experience was i went into profi and i'm in there and you could see this profi girl at the counter looking at me like she has this question in her mind like i really want to ask this question and i'm like uh ask me but she does not speak english so she told me like why is your palm white and why is the hair black why why isn't everything black Mm. and i'm like i i don't know <laughs> i really i really don't know and she's like it doesn't make sense if you're black you have to be, it has to be black somehow right. but it looks like a white guy here and hair black it doesn't work and for me in my head some black people like what the fuck this is racist mm. and, and it's so fucked up that that you see the world getting so sensitive and yeah. uh, and, and, and just people are not exposed, uh, and it causes this problem and this misunderstanding. It's it's really fucked up. So, please <laughs> try as much as possible, listen to everyone, and understand where they're coming from. Sometimes, some people, most arguments are valid, uh, but not accepted. Mm. Most arguments, when people make their arguments, they're coming from a valid point of view because it kind of makes sense in their head. So, they have to like, yeah, why do black guys all have big dicks? <laughs> Which is fucked up mm. because this is not the case. If you try to go back and see why why the porn industry have the stereotype, you're going to go back to a sad beginning where it's like we go to a we go to Africa, we take the strong ones. And they're going to be big, black, and hardworking. But then we don't stop there. So for us to stop going back to Africa, we take the strong big black man. And mate with another black woman to produce another strong black baby. And they just keep it going and keep it going and keep it going. Of course, the big black one will always have the big black one. Yeah, And it just keeps the going it, and it just keeps going and going and going. Then when you come to Africa, you're going to see a well-distributed black nation. The shots, the super shot, the small, everything. You don't see too many big people, as you see in America. You go to Africa, then you have like, oh, they're normal. Okay, this mm-hmm. is, there's a black guy with a small dick. And there is a white, black guy, tall, nothing. You don't see these tall basketballers or those muscular guys yeah. and all this shit. That's but that's so weird. Th- like nobody connects it back to how America was built. It's yeah. just a,
0: a, a. Basically, what you're saying is that it, it's weird because basically what you're saying is is selective breeding. But it's so weird, yeah. personally, to me to hear that about humans.
2: <laughs> oh, man. They... Because it, make, it makes. So much sense, yeah. But nobody put it in of words, it. words like I. N- I never thought about. That. I never t- learned that much about slavery and actually know that they when they were brought, they were actually bred and so carefully selected. Oh, man, you yeah. never think about. Well, you just in Europe, yeah. we definitely never think about that kind of you, stuff. We but, you t- just think yeah, they but bring but, as
1: many as they can. No, no. But how can you? You can know At some point, you cannot just keep bringing. Yeah, that much. And some people, like if you have dogs that do transportation for you that or that help you hunt, at some point you're going to depend on the babies. So they just yeah. keep making and making and making and taking good care of them. And uh, funny enough, funny, terrible stories is that uh, those days, the white guys used to sleep with the black women, mm. but somehow they used they, they kill the babies. Because they don't want this mixed babies, yeah. then, and uh, they, because all the white families will laugh at them like you You slept with your maid, or yeah, whatever, like okay. not, not just with your maid, with a black person, yeah, like well, that yeah. stinky, fucky. Like, you look at it and you're like, wow, this is terrible. And uh, people just look at it, oh, they just look at it like people wake up and they're just like, oh, black guys, okay, they're going through this and, and different stuff. And, and me coming from Africa is like, when I came to Europe. I I was, like, very surprised of the opinions that they have. Because in Africa, it's totally different from how it is in America. And they're, like, because of the American, they, they're very good with TV. You see yeah. them in the media. Like, yeah. they're all there, black, cool, blah, blah, blah. They know how to package and sell stuff. Mm. So me coming, like, I, I am not this guy. I I am I'm, I'm from Africa. And, and it was like a, a cultural shock for me and uh, at some point we some of the black guys around me is like dude uh as much as these europeans and americans are willing to learn because they are curious mm. it should be your responsibility to educate as much as you can and tell them like hey this is the real africa or this is how we roll we don't roll like that we don't, I've never seen prisons that much in Africa. I, I think I've seen one, but I've never seen, I, I don't have anybody in my family in the prison or something, but you see all this stuff and you're like, fucking shit. But this is, this is, this is the tangent. We're just hitting everywhere. Yeah, no, this is, <laughs> this is great. We're just
0: all over the place. The, the, the one thing I, I, I was thinking throughout your, your whole speech here is how, you know how you have that typical like racist thing mm-hmm. where um you have people who have never left the place that they live. True. Like especially here in Europe or whatever, you have that like classic traditional racism of like oh this guy he looks different than us, he's clearly from another place, he doesn't belong here. Mm-hmm. And you these people you know the, again, I don't want to generalize, I don't want yeah. to be reverse racist to them. Yeah. But the 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 generalization is that they're Not very educated Mm -hmm. they're not very smart and you know they'll be very kind of dumb or whatever and it's so interesting to look at you here talking not only about the things you're talking but the way you're talking about them and you project so much kindness and you talk about education and stuff and i know i don't think i personally know maybe i know people from like back in the village where i grew up in or whatever who've never left the village who are probably well definitely some of them very racist to Mm -hmm. some extent and limited in their thinking, and then you have here—you know—you're the living proof that they're wrong. Yeah, I, you're, the living, you're basically you're the living proof of what you're preaching, and that's impressive to me, man. It's like when I came to
1: Romania, I could see like I—I—I I think I haven't, or maybe blindly, or I didn't pay attention. I haven't been like I've been racially abused, but this guy just wanted to piss me off. Mm. That—that's—that's that's stupid. But uh, I've seen Romanians like discriminate people like romanians like full romanians like i i'm like going i i went to the to medlife once and i saw written on the wall uh Oltenia go home Alteni, mm-hmm. go home and i'm like what is this yeah. and then you see in the, the same place you see Craiova, muye Craiova, something like this and i'm asking them like who are these people and they had to tell me this story like oh these Altanians, they come here, they take our job, and I'm like, wow, wow, okay, we're back in zone one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, 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 no problem. You guys can roll like that, but but then you ask them like, why do you feel like this? Mm. And they keep on telling you like, oh, they're working so hard, and they they feel like they're important, and they this. And I'm like, okay, just forget about this person is Hmm. Or these people and just look at them as a person what if this person is just a human being would you connect the place where this person is from to because we're all human beings some people yeah. are very uh objective and they or they really want to achieve a lot in life and you cannot just generalize like they come here
0: they take your job what job do they take though you, they you have their own job not, it, exactly. you didn't get fired because of them
1: yeah and you look at them uh, and they you could see that there's no basis it's just like uh, pure it could be um, I don't know xenophobia or just they just feel like uh, I'm from Timishwara I should be treated better and mm. for me in my head I'm like fuck if they order, if there's a lot of black guys here they could they could think the same way. Because I've been in Italy where you just stay there and you're like, oh, wow, there's lots of black guys mm. just standing there, Africans. You walk on the street, you see black prostitutes and you just like, and you hear the Italians, like Italians telling me like, oh, Genka, you're the good one. This idiot, this is nobody. He's black, dirty, smelling and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, maybe they nice to me because we're not many here if mm. we're if they have lots of black guys here can they, they they would change their approach what are all those black guys doing here and uh, what the fuck this no and and, and and you look at it like you have to tell them like the things you don't accept in another form, you're practicing it yeah so this is the funny concept of this whole stuff and I, I always try to check myself that I don't follow yourself made, before like you like, yourself. like <laughs> uh like the the ideas I believe in that is isn't accepted in so many ways like I feel like also the feminist idea it's quite funny but it's just there um I feel yeah. it's unfair I feel I feel women should be given their rights and whatever but
0: they should fully accept it <laughs> Yeah that's 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 a subtlety that I've I've uh, encountered as well. There's this guy I don't fucking know his name. Mm-hmm. A bearded guy, bearded white American guy who is very vocal about these issues, and I don't want to get shit on by this because mm-hmm. I'm saying this, but it's it's very interesting because if you look at it objectively and historically, mm-hmm. right, women had no rights. Their only the, the only thing they were expected to do was bear children and cook little, food, cook food and, take and care clean of the, the house and house or whatever shit like yeah. that, right, and. Objectively, that's fucking hard, right? That's not easy. That's hard. Just, just from a workload Exactly. Standpoint. From a workload, it's hard. No yeah. one's saying it's not hard. Uh, and in and, and parallel, men had to, whatever, go work, hunt, depending yeah. on whatever. And that's hard too, right? So this guy was sort of anti-feminist. So I don't agree with him, but he had some interesting points. Valid points. Some though. valid points about like, okay, women want rights. They want to work. They want equal pay and all that. And that's great. But then you do have all of these things because they now get equally shat on. They now face the same problems that men have been facing in the workforce, which is abusive bosses, which is late hours, which is all that, right? So I don't have any concrete examples, but the guy was sort of uh, objectively talking about this thing is like, are women ready to face that or whatever? And I think I'm, I'm not agreeing. I'm not yeah. disagreeing. I'm just saying it's, a, it's an interesting point to think about. Yeah, but for me, I
1: support this. Like, they should get as much, as much uh, sheep that the men... Yes, they that, should.
0: That, I but agree with that. But the thing is
1: that uh, my own point of view comes from the responsibility part, uh-huh. where uh, a woman wants to be treated like a lady. And uh, still, like, if you want the same pay for doing the same work, You should be ready to accept the social norms that come with it. Exactly. Yeah. Women should open my door if they like me. A woman should go down on her knees and propose. I'm down for this stuff. Yeah. I want this. Because if I come, if I come, that is true equality. Like, yeah. And that's when you you destroy genders. Exactly. You don't need a strength to say uh, a, a man has to do this. No, no, no. You can go on your knees, you can propose, you can... You can open you, the jar. Yeah, a woman can walk up to a guy freely and pick him up. Yeah, hit I, on I, him. I yeah. am in support of this. But but the thing is that this is the part where women cherry pick. They're like, no, I want to be treated like a lady. <laughs> I want this, I want that. And it puts men in this position like, if I have to treat you like this... Then I have to feel very protective. I own you, you're my property. You eat my food, you fucking <laughs> like like it, it's it's they have to accept this now I'm down with this. yeah we, we can we can do this all day, and uh, they're not okay with it. And this is why you find some women uh, backpedaling and saying, "I don't want to be a feminist anymore oh,
0: sorry, I'm just looking at Colleen's microphone drooping look, a little, drooping little
2: bit Drooping a little bit down and down nice. yeah you Next might want to shorten yeah. it a bit. cover me.
0: Yep, uh, La, 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 la. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Not like that. Uh, no, no, use the other knob. Use the other knob to push it back a little bit. I also need to raise it. Yeah, that's oh. true. He needs to raise it. <laughs> yeah. As they say in the industry. That's interesting, man. I I, I have a, a similar story uh, that I was thinking about in Arad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why, how, or when, but it, it seems that after sort of I moved to the UK mm-hmm. in 2012, after that, there was a huge influx of foreign... Uh, students coming to universities in Arad. Kaleen, familiar with this at all? If you're talking about the medicine school. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. Uh So the medicine school got a lot of influx of uh, students from Italy, from Morocco, Mm -hmm. Tunisia, all kinds of non-white, non-eastern European people. And I thought, like, I was that fuck yes, finally, multiculturalism, whoo! And it was great. And I was like, I don't care. I mean... Like we talked about the, the feminist stuff, at, at most, I don't care. Great. Good. I want there to be diversity. And I'm not going to care that you're black or white or in Whatever, man. It's cool. You're human. Just
2: take into account that the city we're talking about just a small city yeah. that has nothing like
0: cosmopolitanism in it. No. Yeah. No. It's Until this small, point. It's a small town. Uh, And I remember this one time I was in uh, Kaif, which is a, I guess, one of the hipster place to yeah go out the to. hipster place to go out to and mm-hmm. we were there and it was wintertime, so it was packed on the inside it was pre-covid years ago mm-hmm. uh shit a lot of people every there was a huge queue at the bar and i was in that queue and i remember there was there were two guys in front of me speaking arabic or something uh and again i didn't follow. i was i was on my phone i was i just heard different language mm-hmm. i'm like oh cool great finally awesome awesome you had a near train for this, also. What you've
2: been in the UK, as you were used to, ha- yeah, having exactly. This thing, like, whenever
0: because I, I lived in the UK and then I came back and I heard Romanian, so whenever I'd hear something else, I'd be like, ah, you Home, okay, <laughs> <laughs> am I back? <laughs> am I not in Romania? Nice. Um, and then b- b- behind me was this Romanian guy who was drunk and he was kind of like, You know, when the guy's drunk and he you can tell he tr- he wants to talk to you, yeah, he gives you that look and he's like, yeah. kind of like leaning. And I'm just looking at him with the corner of my eye on my phone. I'm like, God, don't fucking talk to me. And he was just like, Yeah. And I write, fucking foreigners coming here drinking my alcohol and shit. And I'm, well, obviously in Romanian and <laughs> yeah, without the drinking sudden, your alcohol. Yeah, yeah, and I was just here <laughs> like, so stupid dude, pretentiousness. No, though. What the fuck, dude. He's like, oh, they come here and they get drunk and stuff. I'm like, literally, you're the only drunk person in this queue, <laughs> dude. Go home. And I, I remember I was really happy that everyone around him kind of really pissed off at him. He's like, dude, what the fuck? Shut the fuck up, man. Get out of here. You're the one causing trouble. Not these guys from a different country. Who, who cares where they're from? They're here. If anything, they're bringing money into your own town, you know? Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's. I hate that. I it hate
2: is racism, it's, man. It's like so one of
1: one of my biggest problem was when I came to Romania was uh, finding uh, apartments. So, oh no! So really, you, you you like for me to find an apartment? I need to keep on talking to girls. Like, hey, help me, help me, help me. Just if you know somebody, so like vouch for you or something. Yeah. All the agents wow. were like, no, no. They just see my photo and they're like, nope, nope. And and you look at it like okay what's up and then uh, I had the conversation with one of this agent and it's like oh first when they see you you're black you're a student they assume you're a student and uh, you're not a long term person and mm. they just like oh no I want the person just wants to give their house to uh, uh, to someone that could Like stay. a young family or uh, a girl yeah, yeah. or and, and they like uh, also students student have this uh, stuff of. Bringing their friends over and making noise, and sometimes ten, they, one person pays for the apartment and 10 people leaving it. Yeah. And, and in my head, I'm like, yeah, this makes sense. At some point, I was feeling that it's because I'm black, but there are other reasons to this that could make sense and mm-hmm. could uh, change the opinion. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. If I'm.
0: Yeah, but see, that's very wise of you because you could have gone down the route of that's racist, fuck all of you, but you went in the route that you've been preaching about, of, like, I want yeah, to understand why. He had
2: to, because yeah. well, either way, he had to find yeah. a place to stay. Yeah. But this happens, like, for every bit of um, racism or hatred to somebody, there is some sort of reason why it happens. Like, I had, a, I saw it happening to me at some point. So I have, for the life of me, never had a problem with nobody who was a black ethnicity or whatever. Like, I've listened to hip-hop and black culture since I can remember. You have. <laughs> yes. Yes. On, I can this, vouch for that. Yes, thank you very much. And mm-hmm. it was this point that I was once in Brussels. Mm-hmm. And I was just roaming around the streets. Because I, I could see that there's a lot of black culture in Brussels. Mm-hmm. Like, more than I thought. There was this, this is a funny street. Somebody mentioned that this is the black street in Brussels. And everything's looked like a... like What am I want to say? Like... um American movie, but I'm not sure which time period. You had the barbershop with the swirly thing. thing. Yeah. You have a chicken spot at the corner. Okay. I saw some guy on a BMX just dealing some drugs. Those, all the stereotypes were, were there. <laughs> and I was also in this weekend, I think, which was I was there, I, was, I would hear this choirs, church choir singing. Mm-hmm. And I so loved it. It was great. But at that, on one point, I'm just walking around the street and I see... I think, what, maybe three guys, four guys or something, but they look incredibly shady. Like, just <laughs> incredibly large clothes, hooted. Uh-huh. Just, they, look, they look so untrusty and I just n- didn't want to be next to them. Uh-huh. It had nothing to do with the fact that they were black. They were just trying to portray this image. that yeah, was just, exactly. You don't want to be next to this thing. And I can see why you would kind of think, if this is the only thing you're seeing, right, and this is the only thing you're perceiving about this specific group of people... Of course
0: you wanna to, gonna to, wanna to stay away from it. Of course, gonna be scared. This yeah. is this is interesting. I I, I really wanna make a point for yeah. that because I living in London, I'm gonna be the first one to say there are neighborhoods that I as a white person wouldn't go. It's just okay. I would I, I have nothing to I don't belong there and there's I some will be- black people that would agree with you. There's some exactly.
1: neighborhoods that you wouldn't go to that I would not go
0: to Exactly. Well. But but in my 5 years of the uk i was a lot more scared of white british guys than, than black british or black whatever guys
1: yeah but the uk in the uk uh, the the racism is more subtle in there like you you really don't see they they they, they bring themselves or they they they, prote- they portray themselves as very open
0: dude i ju- you just reminded me of a story very short one yeah uh my first job working something we had an event running uh and i was sort of in charge of welcoming people inside and there were two security guards from some security company uh. both black one huge tall dreadlocked jamaican yeah. and the other one uh older short uh african yeah uh the tall one had a very british accent mm-hmm. you could it was you know you could yeah. tell he grew up in a, in an Whatever Jamaican family yeah, yeah. household. So he had some accent very very faint, but the African guy had a very thick African accent So first of all, I had the most interesting conversations with these guys Because they told me about like the the, the black racism of the like whatever 50s or something And mm-hmm. he, he told me like the pubs had a sign that said no No blacks no dogs no Irish and shit like that <laughs> in the UK. That was really weird <laughs> but then he, he told me about all these things and how it's unfair and all this and that and I was like wow was, I fucking didn't know about that. I'm, I'm glad I love that's why I love being surrounded by multicultural people because you look yeah. I even fucking I don't None of my fucking white drunken relatives are gonna tell me about this mm-hmm. N- They never been out of their village but then but then the African guy he, he leaves to go at the like the gate or whatever like a couple of hundred meters there and then he tried to he said something and you know, obviously, he had a very thick accent. We had a little bit of trouble understanding. He was like, uh, so "Could you repeat?" And he repeated, and then he left. And then the Jamaican guy is like, "God fucking damn, I hate these Africans." And I'm just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and to me, as a white guy, I was like, "Oh, I, I didn't know there was that kind of racism uh, no, as well." It like, if, is. "Amongst it's, them, it's, it's, like, holy shit!" It's, it's, okay, yeah, that's the levels to this shit. He's like, shit. Fuck yeah. "This guy, man, yeah. and stuff." And I'm like, "Whoa, no, <laughs> holy shit!"
1: No, 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 you always find this amongst people, regardless of the culture. White, black, they they Romanians yeah. that wouldn't like uh, someone from Gorge. And just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, Timishwara, like, look at him, fucking Gorge. Yeah. Mean, and you just see, and, and, and uh, it's there, it's there that sometimes black people don't like black people. Uh, uh, I am also one of those people that black people... Most some of them here tem, uh look at me as one of those people
0: that don't like black people. Oh, because yeah. uh, you have white friends and yeah, and mm. uh,
1: they, I've explained this to them. But I came here to work. Yeah, and I my space is I'm surrounded by people working. I'm not a student. Most of all, the black people here are students. Mm. Oh, some of them just trying to make their way through Romania and go to Germany. So they're like, you know, moving around from yeah. Timisoara to Arad and someday they're going to end up in Yash or something. Yeah. And for me, th- when they told me like, oh, you look like you really don't like black people. And I'm like, no, this is not the case. I wake up. I don't leave where you live. You guys live around the student complex. You guys study. But in their head, they like I fucking hate this black guy. Who does he think he is? And then you come to the Africans. Also, Africans don't like uh, Jamaicans. So they're like, oh, they're too lazy. And uh, I work hard. I come here. I don't care. Uh, an African may not even care if you call him the N word. Like I, I don't. I don't know what that means. I don't care. Like I, we didn't like in Africa. Or oh, in Nigeria, if I can speak for my own country, mm. we, I, the, the words we never used, we don't have a course word in the language in general. We, we don't hear the N word. We don't know what it is until we moved out of Africa. Like, yay, hey, yeah, and what? Yeah, and are like, something. okay, okay, this is a bad thing, mm. but but we never knew all the stuff, so we d- we really don't care. So when we see all the stuff, and we're like, why are these guys like this? And sometimes you hear Africans say like, oh, black Americans, they're just lazy and they just want to protest and they complain, not knowing the history, or they may yeah. not fully understand why these guys do it and they're just like they're lazy they don't work they just want to sell drugs and you see this african he will work his ass off and uh, go to the university they already they understand some stereotypes that most times people maybe black guys or maybe black people don't take into consideration it's obvious Sometimes Africans come to Europe or go to America and they're looking for fat white women. (laughs) (laughs) Fat white women. Exactly. Because the white race have decided to be thin and uh, sexy and blonde. And these fat white women have low self-esteem and they Uh... would take anything. And they decide, like, I'm going to go after that white fat woman. And I'm going to fuck her. (laughs) And she will have a kid for me. And she will give me the papers here. And my kid. And we will build a family. And this is it. And they. That's how they make their move. Whereas. In America they're like. Oh fuck that shit. I'm just going to chill. Fuck it. You don't like me. Go fuck yourself. I'm moving on. But then. There's also this. You're behind the line. You just have to make do with the system. As an African, we didn't suffer, they didn't suffer the slave movement. They didn't suffer civil rights. They just came. They're trying to survive. That's what they have in their mind. A black American will come like, no, man, you can't do this shit to me, man. I need to do this. I don't work for white man, man. And uh, you, you see all this stuff. And That's interesting. The things that it, when you look at it, if you look at all these perspectives, or it's not all of them, you start seeing some interesting vibe. Like you understand this person, you then understand this other person. And you're like, ah, oh, this is, this is the difference in culture. And that guy could say to you, like, ah, oh, this African, this this. But if he goes to a place, he will trust that African more than anything. They're like, yeah, they go to the same restaurant. They like, they don't like each other, but they still like. I trust you I can accept bullshit from you but if a black if a white guy comes in and call him the N-word, he's going to like ah wait both of them will kill the white guy why you call him you call me too and uh, it's, it's just the cultural stuff but I believe it's applicable to every culture there's some people intimate like people from Barnard, don't like <laughs> I' they like they don't you just see it there so uh, what I'm trying to say is that you can connect to it regardless yeah. in every culture. Uh, i have some cultures in nigeria inside of nigeria speak the same language but cannot marry intermarry so you're like what the hell you guys cannot intermarry they're like yeah i have friends suffering the same stuff they cannot marry this person is black speak their local dialect, but they just cannot marry from just because of cultural reasons so it will always exist i don't
0: know as human beings, we just have to try and understand why. I had a classmate in university. Uh, he was black, and I think he was from Nigeria. He was he was definitely from Africa. I, mm-hmm. I, maybe Nigeria. I might be wrong. Uh, and I remember he was very religious, uh, and he was studying computer science and all that. And he went to do like a doctor's degree and stuff like that. He was he was really focused on studying. Yeah. And he told me the same sort of thing. Like he came from not necessarily very poor, but like he he lived in the oh he lived in a French part. Is mm-hmm. Nigeria? No, it's they have all English? Oh, okay, then he I, then he came from a part of Africa where they speak French. Mm-hmm. I remember Cameroon, something so probably. Yeah. Um, regardless, uh, I remember he came there and he was like, "Look, man, I come. You know, I'm I'm here. I my family is depending on this. It was very kind of." It was very interesting because it was very sort of family yeah. in, in sort of this an- ancestral, right? It was very ancestral. It was like, yeah. my family is counting on me to do this. I need to study really well, get good grades, go on the professional, like university path yeah. and all that. And uh very God-oriented, which is like yeah. fine with me. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, we had some very interesting conversations. I remember he told me the tribe that he's from, uh, they're very, like you said, they don't have any any cussing in their, in their dialect. Yeah. They, they have none of that. They're all... They're all supporting each other, their, their, their whole tribe. I don't know what, fuck. I, I, I can't imagine how big a tribe is or where it is or whatever. But regardless, he said like his local tribe is, they, they don't cuss, they're, they're helping each other. They're men of God and stuff like that. And he said he can't hang out with other Africans in, in London, uh, people that he knows or, or because they're from a different tribe. Yeah. And there are other tribes that that are exclusively focused on hate on envy like their whole upbringing is is about stealing from the other person not working yourself but like stealing from that guy and being envious of what they have and they're they're the ones driving the bmws and with loud music and stuff and he's and he had some i don't know whatever some issues not necessarily issues but like he was telling about these guys and he's trying to stay away from them and stuff like that i'm like wow that's that's impressive that's like wow that's amazing we do do have that like uh, what he says about the communal stuff is Mm.
1: something that you don't find in europe so me growing up in Africa, every time I have to go back to school, my uncles, I have to go to my uncles, my aunts, and all these people, they will give me money and all the stuff. Now that I'm working in Romania, I have to send money back home every month. And yeah. they're like, hey, uh, this person's school fees, you hold this one, you get this one. So these has to go on for like forever. You have to do some now, heavy budgeting. heavy Exactly. And now... Money. When I explain this to Europeans, like, hey, I do this. And they're like, why? They should just know. Why are they not working? My girlfriend even had to try as much as possible to understand me. Like, okay, it's good that you're helping your family. But dude, like,
0: really? Always? But that's interesting because there are a lot of Romanians going to Western Europe and sending... I've known them. But a lot they, of Romanians doing really shitty jobs and sending like, the majority of their salary they, back.
1: But the funny part about Romanians is that you they, you guys are not moving that much anymore. Mm. The thing is that once you leave your country and go to another place, you will become a third-class citizen. And you're going to do work uh, harder than the normal citizen yes. to be able to survive. Yeah. As black men say that... What a white man will work to get, we need to fly to get it. So so when you look at it, like uh it, it happens like this, you can relate to it, but not many Romanians are really yeah, okay. running outside that much. Some of them just yeah. want to chill and they don't want young young people don't want to work that hard. But but, but going back to Africa, then you see this stuff of mm-hmm. ha- hate and uh you this communal life. It's yeah. normal that you want to help each other. Somehow it drags you down because your money just, you just keep helping people and helping people and helping people. Like you grow, you grow, you grow, and you give people all your money. And at the end, you have nothing. Yeah. And maybe sometimes they will remember you and help you. And sometimes they may not be successful as well. But when it comes to the other side of the African stuff and the tribes, uh, their tribes, like in my culture, in Nigerian culture, one of the uh, where getting money, is the real deal any way possible just get the money and you're like and, and we come i come from a country where most times most people are thinking about money like hey money 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 so they're trying to steal from you 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 it's like you put a uh, 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 two thousand rats inside a drum and give them little food they're going to start Jeez. eating each other. Yeah. And, and this is how it goes. Like, Nigeria is like 200 million people in just this country. And everyone is just trying to make
0: tomorrow. To yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, what can I do? So they're going to, this will bring us to how they started the Nigerian print stuff. Okay. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. You mentioned that before recording. Like, yeah. Like, with how they started thinking of all this stuff. like oh yeah, there's a documentary about that How Ex- people created jobs and stuff just from for scamming yeah their whole industry no, of man, scamming No, the industry of scamming is like crazy and and
1: now the whole world is doing it
0: like, people are employed and they you, I, I saw in the documentary people that like they had their their briefcase and their suit and hey, they man. drove to their job and their job was literally scamming and that was it man, the, the, really like a normal jo- yeah. yes no, I had no remember. idea that
2: this happened no yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say having like groups doing this but not like actual no, jobs it's, it's a proper job now it's a pro-
1: job like there so many people surviving on this and if they tell you what they're doing you're going to like at some point you're going to forget it's coming like they, they're just like yeah wait, this wait, is wait. how i'm making my bread exactly and, they, and they're doing <laughs> it and some of them could give you valid reasons yeah 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 you know the white man came to africa and they stole from us what is wrong if we steal from them back and you're like oh uh, yeah they stole from us but yeah, can you get it back? No, now I'm getting it back. <laughs> and, and you look at this stuff and you're like, wow. And and if that guy is talking about the Nigerian culture, like if he's talking about a culture that's just like, still, still get this, get this yeah. money, money, money. I can bet my life that he's talking about Nigerians because this is huh. this is what we like we're we're all about the hustle mindset like okay what can i do to entrepreneurs yeah like just what can i do because the country will not provide you job two 200 million only like 10 million is employed by Whoa, by, sure. by by uh government government, a government or private yeah. stuff so okay. most people are like hustling like hustling real hard like making ends meet and, and it's, it's what it is. And for me, I, when I came to Europe, I spent like two years thinking about businesses that I wouldn't have competition. And I'm like, oh, funeral business, which not many people are doing it, but it's yeah. a big business. Huge like, industry. Yeah. Y- yeah. You don't need to design anything. You don't need to advertise. People are dying. You don't need to, they will die any- anyways. You just they, people will come to you eventually. Yeah, because I saw my friends. They they went studying overseas with me, and they're like, "Oh, we always have money like ten thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars," and they're back. The, the mortuary or the funeral home is back home, just generating this cash. Like, Jesus, I, I need that bunny, man. <laughs> I need that bunny. And and you look at it like most people just want to do the scam, and sometimes yeah. there's a success so far in the scamming though. The success is great.
0: So, ladies and gentlemen, next time you get an email from a Nigerian prince, think that that's someone's paycheck and reply to it and send them your beautiful <laughs> money. No, I, I, <laughs> actually, a family is depending I, on that money actually, somewhere.
1: No, actually, Nigerians have moved past email. Nobody does that stuff. It's old really? school.
2: It's way too oh, old school. It's too what are they doing now? School. What are they doing now?
1: Uh, They're doing a lot. Uh, Now Americans. Let's focus on Americans that are doing it. They're doing... um. Uh paycheck. Paycheck of scamming where they write something to the government and the government sends them something. Mm. Or some people can pretend that they sick whatever.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Colleen is trying. Okay, do you, you turn that one? The one that's no, facing me.
2: It will still fall.
0: No no you you need to put it further down in so the balance is is less weight on that i'm sorry we're doing we're having technical uh technical <laughs> stuff there you go and now you can move the whole thing closer to you yeah, i got it i got it so it's like a, it's a there we go is that okay should be all right sweet sorry man um o- on scamming eat the poo poo. i can't remember what we're talking about <laughs> no it's uh it's, it's this just... has been such a serious podcast no and we're just like listening to you no and i'm fascinated by the shit you're saying man yeah,
1: but uh, one has to make ends meet, though. For me, I used to like look at those scammers like, good. They, they're always around, but now the whole world does it. Americans, Indians, uh, Indians do it, and uh, uh, French people, Turkish, everyone is doing it now. It didn't, yeah. start, it didn't start from Nigeria. No, definitely Just Ni- not. Just Ni- Nigeria's idea was the lamest one, <laughs> but people fell for it in Nigeria. Yeah. But, but if you look at the history of the, the scam, uh it's it it relates to how uh foreigners or white people see africa so they come they invite you i am a prince i own this land i take him to like let's say yeah you this is africa yeah i call him and i'm like yeah you see all the bushes here it belongs to me and this is my i can give you and there's oil in the ground and you just need to give me twenty five thousand, you come with your trucks and you extract all the oil and you take it back to your country. This right there's like, yeah, this guy's stupid. This fucking African. I'm going to make a lot of money off this oil. 25 yeah, million yeah, is not a know, lot of understand. money. You understand? And then you're yeah. like, yeah, okay. So how much am I going to give to you? Just $25,000. Hmm. You're like, yeah, if I extract this oil, I'm going to make like 25 million. Okay. 25,000 goes in. You stop seeing the black guy. And you, you don't see him again. You go back to your country. He stopped replying to your emails. <laughs> On to the next one, and that's the hustle. So they found a way to somehow. Not that I'm glorifying whatever they're yeah. doing, but they found a way to to, to flip the coin here. And you know, I'm like, yeah, because then you, if you, if you've seen a movie called The Gods Must Be Crazy, no, if they make a movie like that again in in this current time. The World Will Be Furious. It was a What's movie, movie about, about It's about Coca-Cola bottle. And a pilot, a white pilot, mm. drank Coca-Cola. And he dropped the bottle in a village in Africa. Oh. <laughs> and they haven't seen a bottle before. Oh, my God. And they're looking at the bottle. Like, oh, they don't know the bottle. And they're using the bottle for everything. But now they have only one bottle. They were living peacefully, but before this uh, bottle came, they're fighting for it now. They're fighting for it, now they're, fighting for it. Oh, they're hitting each other like, Hey, give me the bottle. I want to pound this, I want to grind this. And uh, this one is like, I want to do this. And next thing, someone used the bottle and hit the other person on the head. And next thing, there's a problem that never existed. Yeah, and, and you see this stuff, you're like, That's so weird.
0: That's exactly like, um, there's this. Orson Scott Carter, someone, it was a writer, the guy who wrote Ender's Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a movie after it as well with the young kid. Uh, his second book, Speaker for the Dead. I mentioned this uh, about the the my mom. A mom's few times, book. yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting because that book is about finding i I'm sorry to make this analogy, yeah. but it just reminded me of that. They're, they find an a, a extraterrestrial race. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have the exact same problem of like how do we interact with this other race in this case actual like interplanetary race mm-hmm. obviously how do we interact with them so that we learn as much as we can about them but also not sort of interfere interfere with the system exactly interfere with them so we learn sort of looking at them but not interfere not you know giving out too much but mm-hmm. it's it's in a, it's in a good way not giving out too much cuz they're like we don't want them to know that we have fucking guns cuz we don't know Anything about them, and if they try to kill us to protect ourselves, and they clearly don't, they they were like primitive or something. Mm-hmm. So they're like, how do we fucking try and live with each other but without killing each other or whatever? That's interesting. I I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you for that movie.
2: Yeah,
1: it's it? quite funny. It's it's a comedy
0: though.
1: Oh, oh Jesus. Jesus, is, it, is yeah. it American
2: or was I it by some chance African?
0: No, it's 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 a, it's an American. It's like a Hollywood movie. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up after. I guess so. Have they, you seen the? Sorry,
2: go ahead. No, just no. just what I wanted. To do. But it was African was sold in this moment? Oh yeah, to watch the movie. Uh, yeah, it's, uh,
1: the, it's It's like it's the, called the gospel. The gods must be crazy.
2: Huh.
0: And they if did. It,
1: they did it for a long time. If yeah. it's
0: African and it's like the, <laughs> why are you running me? Then I'm gonna <laughs> fucking watch that shit. <laughs> Have you seen the video of? Um, be scared. No, 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 Uh, no, no, no. It's it's along the same lines. There's a video of these, I guess, African tribe who are uh, the the ones that like pick up the, the cocoa beans, but they've never seen a chocolate.
1: Oh, yeah. so it's like a
0: whole tribe and all they do is they they pick up cocoa beans and they plant cocoa trees and whatever yeah. and then they export it to america or whatever and yeah. then this journalist or whatever comes in there and is like oh do you know what why you're doing this and they're like no we have no idea we, this is what we do we make a living earn very little yeah uh because well uh and he's like oh i brought i brought with me some chocolate i'm gonna give it to you and he's like "Oh, did this and they, they were like it was i swear to god man it was like it was Weirder than seeing a little kid with a toy because they were like this is this is what we're doing and he gave it to like the I guess the leader of the the group and it was so weird because it was very kind of Ritualistic. Yeah, I don't want to say tribal But it was because like he gave it to him and he was like he brought it to the other ones and kind of held it up Like it was this magical thing and he was like look everyone this is this is what we're this is what they make out of what We do and everyone's like, oh wow wow," and They were like this foreign thing and they all took a little bit and they ate it and you were like This is sweet we didn't know this was sweet. we never eat this because we don't eat it because our. we make money out of this. Yeah. We, it's our work. We don't. We never tried it. And it was like, yeah, it's, it's not sweet, but this is sweet. This is what we do. And I'm sure that to some extent they made that to sort of make you feel awe for them to be mm-hmm. like, oh, this, this is so sweet that they're doing that. But it just made me feel angry because they were like these clearly overworked people for very little pay. Yeah. They were given that and the thing that they said at the end was was something along the lines of like, oh, this is amazing. We are now proud to work even more for this. And oh, now man. we know that we're making someone else happy. And I was just like, God, I'm fucking sad now. What the nah. hell? This is supposed to make me feel like ah, oh, and it's no, it's just like, what the hell? This is not fair. They're gonna they're gonna work harder now because they're thinking that they're doing some kind of benefit to some fucking asshole, obese, diabetic fucking American that doesn't give a shit about those guys
1: yeah but most of the <sighs> stuff they didn't care for it like africans no. didn't care for <laughs> it but 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 then the ones that get to do it, that gets exposed they try to like yeah uh, if they come in here taking our natural resources and, and going back and doing some stuff with it, it it's terrible so you look at the nation like france mm. when you see them it's like yeah we are french we have all these people, foreign... So, no. France is the only country... And maybe I will change my opinion and maybe they will never give me visa to their country. <laughs> but it's fine. France is the only country will, that will... That still practice colonization in Africa. Really? Where, yeah. So they're the only ones like... They, this African government still depends on them. That's, uh they, they lock the economy. They They close it. And nothing can happen. And they... And you look at it like, okay, it's there. And they like people not to be educated. Africans oh. love to go to school. But hmm. but if someone starts going to school, that person would never be exposed. If that person would always be exposed to understand what they're doing, to be able to ask questions, but why? But why? So, so I was in Africa, Nigeria, and I used to study without electricity, with candles. And uh, when I came to Europe, I'm like, there's a table and there's a chair and I don't have to kill mosquitoes behind my back or in my ear or something. And I can study and there's, there's a library, there's books.
0: Oh Oh, man.
1: So, so when you see, uh, when some, most Africans that I know of, when they come to overseas, they studying so hard, like, fucking hell. Yeah. And, and, but the world is getting so comfortable that you still see them like, but I can still make money. Like, it's easy. I work, I would do this. But then when they go into the workforce, in here, only if you're special, you have a, a good job.
0: Yeah, it's very competitive. If,
1: yeah, if you're not special, you do the shitty job, the one that they're going to pay you 800 lei or.
0: I that know. must be that must be really hard because coming from that kind of a background, coming here mm-hmm. where it's like the norm to be competitive and mm-hmm. to be fucking hard ass on everyone and stuff like that and coming here and appreciating what you have and working your ass off and still not making it must be really soul-crushing.
1: Yeah but uh, you know it's like when you when you're used to being low like you're used to being there mm. it's it's not that it's not as hard as you say and you're used to the struggle yeah you're, you're used to the struggle. so for me, when I came to Europe, and like I, 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 already enjoyed. I don't know. I didn't enjoy studying that much, but I found a, a comfortable space to study, and uh, school became easy for me. Uh, okay, yeah, I can study now, so it's easier now. There's electricity. I have a bed. Not that I don't have a bed back home, but I can now study with peace of mind. Yeah. So, so you, st- you the regardless of how how you see it is how people st- think of the system. They're like, okay. And people still ask me, like, for example, why did you come to Romania after
0: going to UK? Why did France? you come to Romania? Crazy man. Man. <laughs> I know that What's special it. about this country?
1: Uh I don't know, man. I just felt I don't know. I didn't know anything about Romania. Uh the only thing I knew for sure was what I studied wasn't didn't have a space in Nigeria then okay so now they're catching up with data science and mm-hmm. AI and all the stuff so it, it, it wasn't big then yeah and for me to find a job it was either going to be a software developer which I never wanted to be hmm. um, because I, I really when I started understanding uh, so I came I'll tell you my history yeah go for it man coming to Ooh. Europe I came to Europe uh in 2008 and i didn't know anything about computer i didn't have anything i i no knowledge but i told my parents that hey i'm going to study it and um uh when i came i am like okay i'm just going to study this stuff that i don't know this machine this stuff and i started doing it and back then my mom told me like just spoil it and uh, try to figure something out and i tried to figure things out. I didn't, I never even made a a PowerPoint before. I didn't know what all the stuff looked like. And I studied IT. And when I finished, I'm like, wow, this is interesting. But the most interesting part of IT is we do all the stuff for data. So the programming language, the hardware, whatever we do, we're doing it for data. I'm talking right now. I'm providing you data. Yeah, you are. I'm looking at so, it. So people are doing all the stuff just for data. And I'm like, why focus on the tools that go give the data? So why not focus on the data? Because where I'm talking on this mic now. Yeah. I don't want to focus on the mic, which is like the programming language that, that tons the data. And the, no, no, I want to focus on this fucking data. Where does it go to? So, I discovered that if I follow the data, I will reach some certain level of comfort. And the cool part about following the data is that you don't get to worry about the programming language, which I'm using as this mic, because another mic may come, three mics may come, a new mic may come, a wireless mic may come. That's the different programming language we all have, and we're trying to fit into the the market, the market, the market, how good can I be? And I'm like, no, I'm going to follow follow the data and just study the data, see how I can analyze it. Programming language will change, these screens will change, everything that is around the data will change, but data will stay the same. It doesn't change that, it
0: can improve, it can be cleaner. I mean, the algorithms are the same, right? They're from maths. Exactly. They have to do yeah. with the computers. I mean, they always They're
1: just...
2: stay
0: the same, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: And I'm like, oh, wow, hmm. okay. So this was how I came to the idea of studying data science. I thought I was going to be a software developer. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I, I changed and I, I I did software developing. Like, I studied everything. And I'm like, no, I, I made this huge shift. And... Uh, here I am studying data science and the life was totally different, more mathematics. And you're in class with like all these Asian kids. that are like super smart and uh, you're trying to survive and you're, you're in class with people that are just like, uh oh, he doesn't know that shit. Nah, you, they're super smart. The people that go after data, yeah, they're, they're awesome. So uh, I don't know if I can say anything to anyone that will listen. There is a, I don't know, there's chasing tech. Uh, try as much as possible to stay with the data because they will always, they will be React. Next thing before you know, they will be React 10. Yeah. It will be something else and it will change. We all started with PHP and we thought PHP was the shit. People did some advanced PHP stuff. Laravel. Well, then we went to C Sharp. Now C Sharp alone has like 20. You have dot .NET, this, that. But these things are just going to change over yeah. time. But just if we can stick to the data, try to understand the data,
0: eh, you'll be fine in the future. I think so. So. That's so weird that you mentioned that, man. Because I felt when you said that the first time and you were looking at me, I thought like you were reading my brain. Mm -hmm. Because I remember vividly back in university how I wanted to be a fucking game developer or software developer. Because I went down the development route, Mm -hmm. route. But even then... I was a lot more obsessed about how to fucking configure Sublime yeah. or how to reinstall Ubuntu more than actually using it to do something with it. I was, I fell in love, and even to this day, unfortunately, I'm in more in love with the tools mm-hmm. than I'm in love with the products. Yeah, and and that's that's, that's how it. the yeah, it's the system has tricked us. They well tricked me. Yeah,
2: but I don't necessarily think it would trick you. Like for for one for once I completely agree with whatever you said. Mm-hmm. But I had this point when I tried to delve into data science and it's just, I don't feel it. Like I don't like the oh, process of it, the tools, it, not necessarily the tools it, but whatever you have to do, all the maths, all the just taking this table and putting it in this form and then doing this, I understand why I do it. I yeah. understand everything, but I just don't like it. Yeah, it's so not. The, yeah, but what I'm trying to say here is, it's not the fact that it's necessarily too mathematical. It's just, I'm really used to software development and that's one process of doing things and it's always you build something, you correct it, you build something, you correct it. Yeah. The process of doing this with data science is very different mm-hmm. True. because you don't have access, like immediate access under the hood just to tweak two cables here and just mm-hmm. make it work as you would think. So it's just not that straightforward, Tim. True. But the same thing that you said is you follow the data, it's the same we could do in software development, you just figure out what people are doing, what they're doing and just get the full concepts. And then apply those as best as you can, because yeah, and the one thing we actually we definitely needs to get out of this podcast like tools
0: will change. Oh, tools yes. and means will always change. Yes, yeah, for sure. I spoke today with a colleague of mine, and and that I just met for a, for a thing at work, and she was like, "What what tools? What what do you use? Are you front end, back end?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm doing Angular." Like, what do you do? She's like, oh, I'm doing React and I think Java or something. And I'm like, oh, that's that's a hipster uh, stack. And she's like, what's that? And I'm like, oh, you know, like most corporations use Angular and .NET. But then, and, and that was interesting. because I was like, that's cool that you use the hipster stack. But then I mentioned Scala and Clojure and she didn't know what that was. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because That's two levels in hipster. Exactly. Because it's so fucking vast. And like, I, oh, man, I remember... I was so desperate in my first year, just like oh Java, this thing. Okay, I'll I'll learn that, and I was that's all I knew, and I was doing that, and I fucking don't remember any Java. And then I met like some guy at a hackathon, and he was like, oh yeah, I'm writing Elixir, and I'm like, what the fuck is an Elixir? And he's like, oh, it's this language built on the fuck is it, on, yeah. the, on the Erlang compile on the Erlang environment, and lets you compile to anything else. And I'm like, why aren't we using that? Because I didn't know. Right? I was like, why aren't we using that? You can build it and do anything. Why aren't we using that? And he's like, oh, you know, because it's just blah blah blah, and then you fucking learned that there are different mathematical models built into all of them and they're all yeah. different for different reasons and they stuck around because old people didn't want to learn the new ones young people wanted to do something different and yeah. it's just fucking chaotic but as you said like data science is the same a linear regression is always going to be a linear regression exactly yeah but see this
2: is the point like he's trying to make and this, I want to apply this because it really works on your example mm. like even when you were discussing like, what are you doing it wasn't what are you doing you were just discussing what you're using Exactly. Exactly. I didn't Even realize I said like, that. Like, yes, uh, you're right. Like, you, you, you yeah. Know. For me, I had to
1: go through this stuff. I'm like, how do I? Because I did, uh, I did my bachelor's, which took four years, almost three and a half years. Then I did two masters. Holy shit! Dude, to you're be smart. To be able to. Uh, no, I was confused. Oh. Yeah, because once you, once you, once you wrap up as a uh, from informatic, and you're like, you're like, well, where do I fit? Is it networking? Is it programming? Yeah, because that's the struggle. With, the idea with programming is that many are called, fewer chosen. Mm. There will be like 10 guys out of a class of 50 that will be good at programming. Yep. Some guys will be good at just tool stuff, networking stuff. So I don't even think there's any guy good at networking stuff until they uh find themselves in the space of networking like see, because you don't have the ability to play around with it exactly so for me i'm like i was confused and i was also like looking at the product management i mean design and all this uml diagrams oh which i feel is the coolest part of it they, they pay them a lot for just designing a product and they don't
0: write codes and they just it's like the- Creative, quote unquote, part of coding because you have to design systems and uh, how they yeah. interact and shit. You don't have to write any code. For yeah, that. It's exactly. actually, how it works, you just have to think about. Exactly, but these are the coolest.
1: These guys get
0: paid a lot.
1: Like they, they're the ones that can easily move up to the level of a director yeah. or CEO or,
0: or something. Yeah, it's weird. I remember in university, just quick a parenthesis. Yeah? In university, that was the subject that all of us in our year hated equally. We had a True. professor who was really good but very bad at teaching. Uh, And we just did not understand anything of UML diagrams and shit. And funny enough, my first job, the first thing I had to do was to fucking think about a system and make a diagram. And the people I worked at didn't know about UML, but they're like design a thing and whatever way they had probably their own homebrew way of doing it. I'm like, I know how to do this. Uh And I did. And they were like really impressed. I'm like, what that looks really professional? I'm like, that's weird. I, no, none of the coding exactly. I d- had to use at my job. It was all the, the thinky bits, yeah. not the dewy bits. Yeah, This and these are the guys that even
1: Google pay the most. And well, yeah. they, they just know, they understand the interaction. They know what they want. The thing is that there's the notion that technical guys don't like to speak to dumb people. So they just want a guy that can speak their language, tell them what to do, and not come back and like, ah because i don't know sometimes i have that i that idea in my head that i really don't want to speak to someone that don't understand what i'm doing yeah so i just want to speak to that person that can really understand what i'm doing yeah even if the person does not write any code mm. just understand what i'm doing so this is where this product managers come in but slowly slowly you put them above you and next thing even if you're kind of smarter than them you can well, you're more technical than yeah. Them, you're more I technical guess. than them, and yeah. they they look at you and they're like, okay, uh, you. They start managing you, yeah, and tell you what to do, and 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 this is just the the beat that uh, I feel I I wasn't ready for. I just wanted the data. I just wanted to, you know, I was already old, or I was when I got the job. This was four years ago, mm. and prior then, I used to be a student uh, assistant, meaning teaching database and all the stuff and even with teaching database and all this modeling and all the stuff i i got to enjoy the data like ah yeah. oh, this is where you store this and this is the interaction how you build a business model and mm. convert it into the system and people write program and just and i'm like okay and now my first project uh, php was a crud project and i'm like are you serious this is the fucking shit you guys do okay but 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 at the end it's just the data whatever you built is just there and i'm like really and, and i support your fact as well that for real data science is not easy but but the part that is not easy is that you have people always sending you stuff if someone learns something they're like oh you can resurrect jesus christ with this <laughs> <laughs> you can like you have to be careful of this stuff because they, they, they just, they like, for, for me, I had to stop myself because you just consume information. And you're like, yeah, this is for it. This is for all oh, this mathematics. In the real world, I'll tell you now, not many people use linear regression. Mm. It's easy to understand. But then you're making an assumption that the world interacts in a linear form, which is not the case. Mm. So when you make this assumption, and you use linear regression it's stupid you cannot predict anything the stock market don't go with linear form it doesn't go in any linear form there's nothing right now that i can say go in linear form maybe the sale of ice cream and bikini (laughs) that they go in linear and correlation does not mean causation and things like this you start looking at this is the concept and someone Data science is not all about prediction. People say, oh, I predict this, I predict that. No, the difficult part is cleaning data. Mm -hmm. So the data will come from different sources and blah, 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 can you clean it? And uh, this is what they pay for. I I work in a field where- Data janitor. Yeah, you just look (laughs) at it and you build lots of models or lots of testing to protect the data or the pipeline or whatever you're doing. And sometimes it's crazy. And this is what they fucking pay us for. Now enough about the the I job. Think. The job. <laughs> and let's
0: talk about politics.
1: I like politics though.
0: I'm sorry, I just had a flashback to the beginning of the episode where you vaguely implied that I'm gay. <laughs> just like, I was you were talking about them, I'm like, yeah, I agree, but at the same time I'm thinking, like, I wonder how many people after this episode comes out are gonna ask me, like, Mike, are you gay? And I'll be like, No, you have the I'm attention not. span of a goldfish. I do. <laughs> I don't, by the way. Just, the, I'm not. He's really putting it out there. Yes, <laughs> he's just snort. like I'm putting out there, man. He's he's, <laughs> he's not. He, he he eats pussy for, for breakfast, <laughs> eats pussy and lunch and dinner uh, and lunch and dinner and second breakfast for all the hobbitses out there. Shout out, represent, wow. man. <laughs> Fucking shit about the pawn industry,
1: man. <laughs> that's a tangent. No, like, all right. Really, man. That's some expensive and difficult shit, man. It's difficult for guys, man. Have you
0: seen Silicon? Wait, are we talking code or are we talking something else? No, what, the- what do you mean code? He- now you said that, and I just instantly my head went because I I was re- I recently started rewatching the TV show Silicon Valley. Uh huh. And I think in season one or season two, they the the whole point is that they have this algorithm that compresses. Right, is that much of a nerd? We're yeah. talking about adult industry. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we are. And in the first or second season they managed to have a brand a deal or whatever with a porn website yeah and that's cool comp- com- that's to- a cool deal though yeah. to compress the the they use compression for video streaming right mm-hmm. and it just like I, I didn't heavily research it but i kind of googled it a little bit afterwards and and it, it it's true man like the porn industry the tech that they have oh man it's crazy crazy man yeah, they're it's crazy. pushing to be, everything to forward. be able to to stream uh, so many videos a lot of horny oh, dudes the, like no, myself they, they were using crazy. netflix technology before even netflix yes like, like yes like, like they've had vr porn oh man and, like vr was invented because of porn man. exactly and 360 video and all that that's porn no, but let's, stream I'm, better and yeah. better quality right, but faster this,
1: this, you're looking at it from the it part though let's yes i'm sorry yeah the, that was just from, a small from tank. the yeah. people working like the, okay the guys working like really they have this mad selection process
2: the guys get paid more right less 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 less, less. if less. you want to make real money as a guy and the point is you have to take it up the ass Okay. Not but really, per se. No, like really, per se. Like I know yeah. this is what I knew that hmm. like, people, uh, men in gay porn, they're the one that take it. Those are the ones that are paid better. Otherwise, you're always paid lesser than a woman. I don't know. Uh, okay,
1: I think, I, I think I uh, from from. uh I don't know, from what, the people I've spoken to. Uh-huh. So I used to have this friend that uh, was into porn and he goes for this audition. And okay. it's crazy. Because during this audition, they, they make you go through processes. Like, uh, can you just uh, get had in one minute, two minutes? And what you need. And some of them, they, they I you have to be crazy. Like, your mind has to be fucked up. But this guy <laughs> will go for this audition and he will come back and he's like, you know, Kenka, sometimes I go to this audition. And they bring uh, a big lady, I don't want to say fat, but a big lady that is not attractive, but they want to see how fucked up
0: are you to be able to
1: be there when they want you to
0: be there. Right, so in in what sort of broad range of casting they could do with you. Yeah. See, but that's why I always presumed, and clearly I'm wrong, and I'm assuming it's fine with me that I'm wrong, I always presume that the guys get paid more because it's harder to get your dick hard.
1: Yeah, but then uh, the women... Actually, who do these people watch, though? Do you think there are many guys that watch porn that watch the guy?
2: Mm. No. If you're
1: not crazy enough, there's always another guy who's crazy enough. Exactly. So you you so you so see many people like uh, Emmanuel Ferreira. I don't know his name. Some guy, he's French and he's like... You see him in many movies and all the stuff. These are the special elite ones, and yeah, he, yeah. and they have their rates and all the stuff. But men do not have a lot of uh, offers that they can do. Only women mm. has women. The women uh, can choose if they want double penetration or whatever they call it, or yeah. if they want interracial, yeah. or if they want to do BDSM. Mm. All this stuff. Only women. Go through those processes and yeah, and, the, the, and And sometimes they put a price tag on every anything that they can do, whatever they can do. Three threesome, uh, how much is are you charging for threesome? I'll take this one thousand dollars or something. And the guy kept on telling me, like, uh, people see this the porn industry, like, it's easy, it's fucking hard, hard. Mm. Then the girls have their own problems where they have to deal with, um. Competition. I mean, it's even fucked up. It's even terrible for white girls because they're three, three million white girls waiting <laughs> in line to do it for half the price. Holy shit! So, so today, if you, if you, if you doubt me, hmm. put up an ad and say, "I will pay one thousand lei for just an audition to do a thirty minutes video online, something." Uh, you can come to this address knock the door blah 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 Oh, you would be shocked by the queue in your door the girls that will come like oh just 30 minutes i uh, take off my clothes he takes uh, the camera and ask me some question and i get 1000 late oh you'll be you be amazed jesus and and the thing is that all of us we look at it like we go to school we work like this and we never think of all this stuff that's true but the, the supply and demand, there is demand for these skill sets. Constantly, yeah. There's always. And, and there are people out there, like, considering it, looking at the money. The more, the less people in your field, the more money you get as far as there is demand for it. So it's always there. The porn industry will always be big. They yeah.
0: We we talked about I don't wanna I don't wanna bring that up, but we talked about e fucked before recording, yeah. and I don't want to bring it. up. I just want to mention one thing that I remember now. As you said that there was the one there was this one video on e fucked. No idea what the fuck it was about, but I remember this one scene out of it where this guy, I guess a producer of, mm-hmm. of porn, he said something along the lines of. Uh, we're never going to run out of a job because there's always going to be a girl somewhere who turns 18 who's going to want to fuck for money. True. There's always going to be a, a, every year. Just right? think
2: about it. That's, that's mad. If you go for normal... I, I'm i assuming. like If you go for normal entry porn jobs, the pay cut could not be that big. So definitely there should be some hierarchy there. Like you just started with an independent studio, you have AAA porn stars or whatever. Yeah. Definitely different price stages. But then think about... The older women that are doing this as quote unquote a influencer because pr- prior to coming here, I was at a friend's, and he showed me this video about a guy going basically reviewing and commenting on a girl explaining that I've agreed to this man to go to this place doing this, 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 and that for this many days or nights, and it cost me this mm. it costs him this much and that's a viable work model, yeah, yeah.
0: yep, No, for real that's it's like professional escorting, right basically. yeah,
2: basically, yeah.
0: And, and, that's a whole but, different level of no, luxury and shit, man. Yeah,
2: but no, that's just entrepreneurial porn, if you will. Yeah. But then
0: even then, like the, the, what happened in last year, like OnlyFans and, and the whole quote-unquote indie porn yeah. scene exploded, man. And yeah, you, but, you but, see but, a lot of A's going on OnlyFans and stuff yeah, like but, that. Yeah, but
1: but the OnlyFans, they didn't work, though, because they said OnlyFans. What they were doing, OnlyFans, was getting their friends and fucking their friends yeah. and fucking guys that they know or fucking upcoming guys. Like, oh, he's trying to... Have you done your blood test? Okay, uh you look cute today. Let me take you as my only fan. And they fuck that guy and like, oh, this guy, this fan was lucky. But no, they're not just fucking anybody. No, none of these girls... Wait, wait, did
2: it start like this? Because I always assume it's only fans because it's something you show only to the fans.
0: No, no, are you talking about... Having sex only with fans oh, or the OnlyFans platform?
1: No, okay. I used to talk, I'm thinking of OnlyFans, fuck, oh, fucking a fan. I mean, okay, wh- yeah, What
0: okay, you definitely. said is also a thing, as a porn consumer, is also a thing I started seeing, what yeah. you were mentioning. Yet yeah, a lot of porn stars do have that. They will fuck fans and they'll make like a whole production house out yeah. of that. But no, we were talking about the OnlyFans platform oh. and like online online. video shit. Well, I mean, the pandemic, right? Oh, man. Actually, so uh, I'm going to debunk this for people out yeah. there. Debunk? The it was the myth. <laughs> uh, Well, it's not a myth. I'm just going to... Uh, spoil it. That's the word. I'm going to spoil it for people because most people know. There's this ongoing joke Uh, that a lot of people started going uh, to OnlyFans now, to the mm-hmm. platform, and doing online video chat sex and shit, and they refer to themselves as accountants. Bad boy. So, like, people who had a job and lost yeah. their job or whatever, now they're doing online porn and stuff. Uh, when people ask them, what do you do for a living? They're like, I'm, account- I'm an accountant. And there's even a song. They made a song about it. They're like, I'm an accountant. Where do you work in a place with accountants? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Where um, we do accounting. We
1: do... <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, th- this is the subscription model. It's, That's, uh, it's, yeah. it's awesome. It's like fucking hell they, they they're big businesses in romania like this too yeah I, I used to have a friend like that teaches the girls english
0: um, i have a friend who did that yeah so, Might so be the same friend <laughs> no names no okay. nope, no names <laughs> just leave it to that, just leave <laughs> that.
1: and uh <laughs> and uh, yeah she goes and she teaches this girl's english and she told me like dude like they're making way more than me way yep. way more than yep. me yep. just like they have sugar daddies that just want to say so. Oh, the ones even in Romania, that, that's even fucked up. A guy wants to, like, the escort business. Yeah. A guy just wants to go to a wedding, but he doesn't want to go alone.
0: Yeah. You call up all some
1: right. girl, and she's going to come up, like, dressed all sexy, and he's going to go with you, and that's, like, 1,500 lay. Yeah. To go to a wedding where you have a seat, a food. And uh, she'll dance with you and give pretend you, like she's your girlfriend. Yeah, and kiss like you sometime and all the stuff. And you're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, baby, this <laughs> stupid shit, these that. And I'm like, wow, how come did I ignore all these industries? Like, well, what? they
0: say that what like prostitution and, and the sex work is the oldest job in history. True, true. Competes with farming. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, <laughs>
1: so, wow, it's it's really good. I do appreciate people like. I do appreciate people that do go this extent, like, I am going to make it work somehow.
0: We used to know my parents being actual accountants. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, when I, I remember when I was a kid, <laughs> I, was, I was not 18 yet, uh, and at the time they were doing accounting for this lady who was a porn actress, and then she started her own sort of studio in Germany or whatever the fuck, and I remember, like... She she was really nice girl. She was she was a bit nuts. She was a bit like out a bit too out there, like psycho kind mm-hmm. of a thing. But she was out outside of that. She was she was really nice. You could talk with her. She was a great human being overall. Uh, but I remember like she told us some battle stories of stuff like that. Not not obviously yeah. not to me specific yeah. sexual stuff, but just like the the strain on the body and like wow. doing that for so many years and stuff. Like she had to get her I don't know your uterus extracted and stuff because she didn't have kids. Yeah, because you know. It, it gets damaged oh. after a while. I mean, you, like, you, damn, you use your body. Yeah, yeah, and stuff like oh. that. And I remember she had some... I don't want to give out too much because I don't fucking... I don't even remember her name. But I remember her mom got old and senile and she gave her house to her mom or something before that and she became senile and stuff and she wanted to sell out the house or something. And she... <laughs> I just remember a quote. She was at my mom's office complaining to about the situation to my mom and I was there in a the corner somewhere, whatever, waiting to go home. And I remember just her saying... Fuck this stupid bitch! She has no idea how much dick I had to take up my ass to buy her that house. Oh man! And that's like it's funny, but that's like that's a valid point.
2: Very valid point, man. Hustling ain't easy. Hustling ain't easy. Wasn't that saying that for every thirty minutes video you watch, the like four or five hours of shooting? Exactly. Yeah. Wow, it's it's fucked
1: up. Like going back to this my friend that was doing porn, Mm. and uh, it's crazy and sometimes they have to go to uh, this guy was in Italy and he was taking sometimes some special lectures from people like Rocco Freddy. Mm. and you know, like they come and give them talks and you pay like 50 euros and sometimes really and,
2: yeah, of course they have motivational speakers inside the pornus oh, what yeah. about teach you about what how to
0: get your dick hard better or what
1: have you seen the the uh, uh the Rocco Siffredi's uh uh series on uh, Netflix I heard he had one. Where, where, where he invites these normal guys and uh, they, they haven't done porn before, but they kind of, they they endowed. Yeah. And they, they, they come and he tells them, he teaches them how to hold a woman, how to grab the hair, how to do all the stuff, how to bend the woman, carry the woman, and how to be fit as a person, as a man. Mm. And uh, you need to do
0: a lot of
1: exercises because... Yeah, how to the, be
0: virile? How to like, what to eat and what to do to have a better sex life? I guess. And, and
1: most people, when you when like this guy was saying to me, like most people think like big dick is all about. That's that's the only way you make it in the porn industry. Mm. But the director of the porn of the movie will tell you like, no, we want to be able to capture your dick getting into the pussy. But, but no, we don't care about how big your dick is. Your dick has to be big so we can capture this movement. Yeah. And this is the fucking shit I care about. I don't care how big your dick is or whatever. Let me just capture that movement. The back. It's crazy. And, and it's fucked up. And he's telling me all this stuff and my brain is just opening like, oh, fuck. And he said, and the girls, uh, one of the girls will tell me like, Henka, like you think it's easy? Like, I, as he said, the... It may be thirty minutes, but they may have shot that stuff the whole day, the whole fucking day. Just for me to jack off in five yeah, minutes. And, just, and just... what about the ones that never made it? Made it out? Ooh, because they have to cancel some. Yeah, like, no, no, not this one. You didn't make it.
2: This is show business. That's crazy. Yeah, and just think about it. Cause he also mentioned the fact that how to grab a woman, how to touch and whatever. You have to do all of this, which kind of feels natural for you. We have to do this in a certain way that looks good on camera. Yeah. Exactly. Which exactly. most of the times is yeah, not the natural way of doing Angles and stuff. Exactly. 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 It's, it's fucked up. It's work. It's proper work. Yeah. yeah.
1: And they would tell you like, yeah, this is work. They, the girls are not thinking of anything. They're on the side. These that they do in prostitution at the, the, the biggest scale on a different level. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, Donald Trump and Stormy Daniels. They have all the girls the they're fucking politicians top guys and birthdays some of them are being invited like hey just come fuck this my friend that he's a billionaire somewhere <laughs> and just fuck this old man he's 97 years old and, and they do it they really really do it it's crazy it's it's all business man. i don't want
0: to cut this episode short but it is almost 11 o'clock Longer. I don't know how uh how guys what you guys are you're Ubering home or something. Um,
2: well, we from whatever all the Uber drivers I had told me we still have like half an hour to get home.
0: All right. Well, uh, we could we could end the episode here for now. Yep. How long uh, are we in? Uh, uh hour 40 minutes. Oh, I was We're thinking good. it was about 2 We're hours. Good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Wow, I don't... This was like the chillest, most informative, nicest, weirdest episode we've had. Oh, man. I I like like it. it. I love it. We'll do it again. Yeah. All right. So in the spirit of the Tangents podcast, Kienka, you have now... 20 seconds was it 20 20 seconds right let's just go for 20 20 seconds to plug whatever you want you can talk about you your stuff or you want you read a book or watch a movie that you recommend or any anything you want to plug to the people listening that you want them to do you have without a counter roughly 20 seconds go hey,
1: people just stay away from social media and think about yourself meditate a lot and you will be fine that's it <laughs> Peace. Enjoy. Sweet and
2: simple, just like the intro. Wise words
0: have been spoken. Love it. Mic drop, let's close up the garage. (laughs) Close the shop, yeah. Genga, thank you very much for being here, man. This was amazing. Yep, always anything for you. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) We'll uh, catch y'all next time. Yep, see See you there. See you. (laughs) See you. Bye (laughs) bye. Bye.